Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. I am your host, Miss Prue. It's been two weeks since I haven't been here. It feels like two years. I've been a bit under the weather, but now I'm feeling also good, also ready to kickstart the month, kickstart the, the festive season, actually, with a, on a very good high note. Um, welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. Today we are talking about, today we are talking about, um, Babies that are born behind bars And we'll be talking later to a lady That's called uh, Romy Titus Who'll be telling us more About the organization called Babies Behind Bars Have you ever wondered What happens to a child That's just two months And they're born behind bars Um, It must be something very scary That the kids go through Because when a kid is young And they're like a month or so There's this hygiene problem There's a whole lot of other problems That go with it And we'll have a woman online called Romy Titus that will tell us more about how they take care of babies that are born behind bars. Talking about babies, Jade is still on leave. She is taking care of her baby called Baby Bjorn, who was born two months ago. She is still on leave and she'll be back soon. I uh, can't actually wait to see the baby. The baby's apparently so, so cute. I saw pictures on Facebook. If you would like to catch, if you want to see actually how the baby looks like, you can catch her on her Facebook, Jade Rainston. But right now we'll be talking to a lady. We're trying to get her online. Seems like we have a problem. Her name is Romy Titus. She'll be telling us more about babies being born behind bars. Later on, we're talking to a beautiful lady. Her name is Delta the Delta the Leo. I kept I keep on thinking Delta the Soul because there is another artist called the Soul. So her name is actually Delta the Leo. She's gonna she's a very hot MC. I listen to her tracks. She can take on a lot of South African female artists. But we'll hear more about her new single that she just released um later on in the show. Right now we will be talking to Romy Titus. We're just trying to get her on the line. Seems like she's not okay. Seems like she's not on the line at the moment. But right now, what we can do is we can just skip right on to the end of the show. Just start off with <laughs> Delta the Soul. Delta, how are you? I'm welling yourself. I'm good. Look, we just look, we just jumped thirty minutes into the show. <laughs> how are you, Delta? I'm good, and thank you for having me. Loving the studio. So yeah. I'm happy to be here. You were saying the studio looks like a what? Well, it looks like a backdrop of something that you'd <laughs> see um, on a concert, you know, like lights could pop out from anywhere right now. I feel like, you know, stage should be there and I should have a mic in my hand and just drop it. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, that wouldn't be such a bad idea to turn the studio into a live uh, performance. A live performance. Yeah, Why I, not? I agree. The ambience allows it. Damn, I think I should tell O'Neill about this because O'Neill hosts a music show and he could probably do something about no, that. definitely. Yeah. So tell us, who is Delta the Soul? The soul? The well, Leo. Delta the Leo. Okay, l- l- let me break it down for you. Delta is my real name. Uh-huh. The Leo is a stage name, so I'll put it together and start signing Leo. So Delta the Leo, just bring it all together, make it a big force. So um, Delta originally from Limpopo, um, but I was raised in Johannesburg. Um, most people know me through the dancing. I've been dancing for years. I mean, I'm a two-time world dance champion. I've won almost every dance competition known. I mean, masters of rhythms, uh, hip hop, uh, 
dance star is just not the top of my tongue. <laughs> it's quite a lot. I mean, um, I've, I've, I've worked my way in terms of getting my stripes in the hip hop, uh, dance scene. So that's how a lot of people know me. Um, music, I got into it around about, um, 20, 10, 11 ish. Mm-hmm. But the love grew obviously in, in high school. Just I wasn't confident enough and I just felt, let me put that on hold till I'm much more mature to do it. Why hip hop though? Um, the dance style that I do is hip hop and it was always my comfortable zone and it mm-hmm. made sense. I'm a hip hop dancer. Why not get into doing the hip hop? I mean, rhyming or poetry mm-hmm. works in sync with hip hop. So it became more natural for me to, whether it be in ciphers and start rapping and just, Make words rhyme. I mean, that's yeah. the easiest thing anyone can do. But at the same time, try and be yourself and be artistic. So what Delta raps about is not um, necessarily what you'll hear. Typical, I'm a girl that wants to weave or whatever. Delta will talk about, you know, um, I'm hyped up. I have the right attitude. When you're not baby, all the way from Limpopo to the city of gold. Making uh-huh. my dreams possible. I don't know about y'all. You know, just keep it rolling. That's how I go when, yeah. I, when I rap. So try and make it fun. I try and make it interesting. And most importantly, win um, the hearts of those that listen to my lyrics and my music. So a girl from Limpopo all the way to Johannesburg, how did your parents feel um, that you are now doing hip hop? I know my parents, because I'm a, I'm a club DJ. Okay. And when I told them that I'm, I'm going to be a club DJ, they were like, what? You are, you can't be a club DJ. You're going to be a home late. You're going to be, <laughs> you know, there were all these things yeah. coming out. And they never believed that we could actually be women in the industry. How did yeah. your parents take you being a hip hop person? At first, obviously, you know how black parents are. We'd have to put it out there. It's like, hey, I never get a It's useless. Yeah. Be a doctor. Be, you know. But when, obviously, I said I started off as a dancer, my first gig put me on a plane. And I think that's what gave my parents that realization. Yeah, that, the plane. Wow, eh? yeah. So <laughs> was my, my, my first big gig was on tour with MTV. I was one of... Um, the tour dances for the campaign that they had back in the time. It, I think it was for KFC or something like that. But wow. so that was my first big break, which was big. And I started doing competitions and because I was now winning, whether it was in monetary or, or material or value, things of value, they started realizing, you know, it's something that she likes doing and she's working hard at it. Cause I mean, mm. you can imagine balancing books and trying to get the <laughs> dance dancing. moves right. So it's the same thing with the music. You have to kind of prioritize um, your time. And see if it actually works for you. Yeah. And I, I believe if you really want something that bad, parents kind of test you to see, do you want it that mm-hmm. bad? Or is it just another phase or uh, another trending thing that everyone or all your friends are doing? So for mm-hmm. me, I had to prove myself. And I have their support. I mean, even when I record something that's new and I'm not sure, I play it at home. My grand really? or my brothers and sisters jam. Like, that's the first thing. Before I let anyone else in the music um, space listen to it, my family are the first people to receive it. And sometimes they just like, oh, okay. Uh, they're like, oh, this one. Yeah, this one. That's <laughs> the one. So it's, it's good to share that experience with them because that's my happy place. When I make music, I'm happy. So they grew to accept and appreciate yes, the music that you me. do yeah, and support you. Yeah. No, it's it's actually beautiful when, when the family starts to support you because that's when you feel like, you know what, I, I, I think I should be, I could be doing the, the right thing for, for myself Definitely. and for my future. What, what grounds Delta the Leo? Um, for me, family is very important. So, um, humble beginnings and just, you know, uh, 
besides the the dance and entertainment and whatnot, I started a, a drive or would I say um, a program called Live, Learn, Inspire, where when I didn't have the funds to go compete overseas, I started hosting workshops and getting other young people involved saying, you know what, we don't all have the money. We don't all have the necessary resources, but with your skills, you can acquire that and you can also inspire other people to be better. And that's where Delta is. I still do a lot of charity events, uh, still um, try where I can to motivate and, and build other young people through some of my connections and through some of them and also just giving mm-hmm. platform to those that we can help because there are a lot of people that want to perform but don't get the right people to say, hey, you can hop onto stage with so-and-so mm-hmm. because it's hard. We all know how much of a struggle it is exactly. to be uh, recognized or be just given that uh, um moment to be noticed as an artist or as a person that's talented so that's what keeps mm-hmm. me grounding being able to go back to the hood and you know just be part of those gigs not necessarily looking for the money but looking to inspire other young people that is so dope that is so dope it's actually quite good to have people that um, actually go back home and they want to nurture their homes and and make sure that there's other people that that are that when they are born, when not when they are born, I'm talking, I'm thinking babies now. Yeah, nah. when they are when they are living their dreams, that they can actually achieve what they want to achieve because there's people like you that go back home and they try to to help them then and assist them to get to where they want to get to. Okay, so <laughs> sorry about that. Okay. So um, I just want to know one thing. I know you said you had brothers and sisters. How many were they? Um, I have one brother and one sister, so I have two siblings. You have two siblings. Yeah. Are you the oldest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they look up to you like, oh, I want to be like Delta. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think that's the very, it's very important before choosing to be a leader for other people that mm-hmm. it should start at home. I shouldn't have my sister be like, April is my role model. <laughs> she be like, my sister is my role model. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not perfect, but I try and, and teach them whatever I've learned and how they shouldn't expect obviously the world to give them anything on a silver platter, anything you want, you need to work for it. You need mm-hmm. to be uh, determined. You have to be consistent. You have to be persistent. You have to put in hard work. And um, I do feel that hard work doesn't go unnoticed. It might take a little bit longer before people start noticing, mm-hmm. but in due time, if it's done the right way, people will. So I see that you won an award for your previous check called Zaga. Yes. Which um, award was this? This was the Hello Ambassador Award. Um, it was for the Hello Ambassador um, Creative Festival. I think it took place around about September with people like uh, DJ Black Coffee mm-hmm. and rather big names in the industry in terms of film and music. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the volume that were also speakers at the event. Um, I'm not quite sure how many judges were handling the category that mm-hmm. I was doing, but um, it was for the creative side, which was the music video that I presented, which I directed uh, as well wow. through the help of Ngobile, who also is a guy very young living in, in, in Alexandra. And I mean, everyone that was involved in terms of the shoot were Pansola dancers from AKIC, mm-hmm. um, friends from around, just, you know, the road was literally blocked by people because they were just interested in it was just catchy and the song is just about that it doesn't matter where you're from what your struggles are if you believe you have a vision you need to put it out there in the universe and and work hard and it was it was very special moment Mm -hmm. for them to actually announce that i won because i actually entered on the very last day of the competition but i felt like it's worth the try and 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the part of, of, of my winning is them going to be shooting my next video. Wow. Which, yeah, I'm hoping to do bigger things with it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's a good thing to direct your first music video and get an award for it. So that's, wow. that's awesome. That's so awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yes. And tell me more about your new single. Who did you work with? What's the name of your new single? Okay. I've worked with Vava from Decepticons. Um, you guys probably might know him. He's produced for people like The Les, Your Burner Boy, um, really a lot of hip hop cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is, you know, he's a really a, a dope and, and wise producer. Um, I played a few beats for me and particularly I like the one that I use for my new single, What's in It For Me. And at the time, it just, you know, when you're going through a little bit of turmoil, like, ah, oh, this is not going right. Yeah. People just expect so much of you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but what's in it for me? And I was like, what's in it for me? That's actually, everyone asks themselves, don't you come to work exactly. and be like, maybe I don't feel like coming to work, but what's in it for me? Mm. What's in it for me is that I get to entertain my viewers and people that listen to the radio. And, you know, I help someone get out of bed and feel good about tuning in. So what's in it for me is just saying, I'm out here, you know, I'm, mm. I'm doing what I'm doing. I love it and nothing's going to stop me. Um, whether I will get airplay or not get airplay, whether I become popular or famous or not, the dream and the vision that I have is that, um, we all have this prophecy of being great one day. Mm-hmm. And if my legacy touches one person, that's enough for me because what's in it for me, I get to inspire, I get to motivate, I get to have that one person live on and be like, because of Delta the Leo, I did this and this. Or mm. because of Delta, I was inspired to follow my dreams and not um, stray away and mm. do... There's a lot of things. I mean, there's drugs, there's Nyaupe now. There's a lot of things a that lot stray things. people to do negative things. Yeah. But what's in it for me has is, has uh, two sides to the coin. You know, you mm. can either choose to be a better person and do well for yourself or always be that person. What's in it for me? Mm. I won't help you. You know, so that's just talking about what, so yeah, what's in it for me. <laughs> Let's just play a bit of it just so that everyone can hear what, what it is that you are all about. Here is what's in it for me from Delta the Leo. What's in it for me? 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 Okay, tell my lean, I'm here for the kids. Indeed, what's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a it's a very hard track. Like you go in deep. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the, the 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 key element is what's in it for me is such a bold statement, and by being bold is you need to be accountable for what you say mm. and how you say it because I feel. Um, for those that don't know me will want to compare me and I feel like, you know, just like our fingerprints, we all come with this uniqueness, with this authenticity, with being original. And, um, I feel there shouldn't be a need to compare in that sense that sometimes people just need to appreciate what they hear. Um, feedback is feedback, whether it's good or bad. It's, it's all up to how 
you perceive it But what's in it for me Sometimes you just need to sit back And when you say mm. bad things about other people What's in it for me What's that saying about you exactly. When you're saying good things ab- about other people That's personality, it's your character mm. What's that saying about yourself So what's in it for me has no line Has no boundaries It's how you can then be accountable And justify what's in it for you mm. There's so many female MCs that are coming out now Which I'm actually happy about It's good to see that there are a whole lot of female Female MCs that are now getting into the game. Who would you like to work with in the South African female MC industry? Um, currently, it's it's a really um, tricky one. Um, I don't have names yet, um, but I know uh, my friend in Zambia, Cleo Ice Queen. Mm-hmm. She, we, we've been um, trying to obviously link up and and get music done. In terms of Africa, right now, Cleo Ice Queen is the the only female that I'm seeing. Other than that, my my bigger goals are obviously global. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be two people. You know, we we all have a death wish. So my wish list first would be Missy Elliott because that's someone I've always looked up to. Um, Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. On the young side of life, um, Dej Loaf. Uh, I feel collaboration shouldn't be collaboration for the sense of music, but that connection. I feel like those two artists, we could Mm -hmm. connect and we could do something good. But me being uh, working in terms of feature, there's something big coming. Um, I just did something with Gino Brown. I'm sure a lot of people know him. Oh, yes. So you can expect something there. So that's my first uh, feature with an African artist. So, Mm. yeah, you can expect something there. In terms of females in SA, uh, we'll see. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see What I've noticed is that a lot of female Hip-hop MCs in the country Are actually beefing with each other At the moment um, And <laughs> is, is is that a good or a bad thing Or is beef part of being an MC um, I wouldn't say it, it, it works part and part I feel you, you kind of need to understand where you are um, There's people that are comfortable For example you have People that will always do features Mm-hmm. Okay. And for me, that makes me question how strong you are. You know, we, we, we look at Nicki Minaj. Most of her songs is just her. Mm. And you can respect that because she can boldly stand her ground. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with features, but I think for you to sell yourself, you need to individually stand and build that foundation where when you have features, we can really respect you. Mm. For example, I just mentioned Dej Loaf. Her first track, she didn't do a feature. It was just her spitting bars. So it's a matter of people accepting the fact that you can stand your ground without me having to feature a big name like an AKA or mm. an Anati or a Casper in your vest. I should be able to do a track, Delta the Leo, and then probably with the works while growing. So I feel like we female MCs need to be strong in their own right. Mm-hmm. So it's not a sense of bragging or beefing. I feel like that's unnecessary. We should stick to the skills. So you want to call yourself a female MC, <laughs> you kind of need to back it up. So yeah. be accountable. And that's why I meant uh, what I meant earlier when I said female MCs need to be accountable because it would be an easy thing where I say, Miss Prue, I have an idea, you know, mm. let's get all these female MCs in studio and we can all break it down. Uh, I think that will then let people see um, who either is strong in terms of rapping in unprepared material mm-hmm. or who still needs work. Because I feel that's why America has strong female MCs because mm. you put them by themselves, fire. You put them with the guys, fire. fire. And I think SA hasn't really reached that caliber yet. If I can honestly say in terms of our female MCs, we haven't reached that caliber where we can say, okay, we can put three of these female MCs and they're going to bring unrehearsed bars. 
<laughs> Correct me if I'm Un- wrong. Unrehearsed. Correct me uh-huh. if I'm wrong. Yeah. Because I, for doubt of the year, can say I can handle. <laughs> you know, so I think an, an interesting um, side, females should get to that level before they want to do beef. Yeah. Let the accolades and the work speak for itself. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so if if we were to have the other female MCs in studio yeah. with you, yeah. and we should do this thing, like have MCs just spit and bars. Yes. Why are I? Why are I? <laughs> you know, it, like, I, I think it's it's fair to say it's like an exam, yeah. you know, but an exam that you won't prepare for, so no one listens to the beat, mm-hmm. no one knows the content, even throw subjects. That's how it was done back in the day, you know, when we do ciphers. Say Miss Prue, rap about Miss Prue. So you talk about yeah. lovely things, Miss Pretty Lady in front of me, you know? Uh. So all of those things. <laughs> so you make it interesting. You make it fair enough because something that's recorded, I can sit all day and have someone help me. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know. It's in studios recorded. It's mastered. So rather have a cypher is have what we do with our male rappers because they, they are put on the spot. They are made to say things that mm. aren't rehearsed. So yeah, that's how I feel. And they always do it and they do it on point. That's what's up. Exactly. Right now, we're just going to play an ad quickly. I want us to, we're going to speak to a lady called Romy Titus. We still have Delta, the, the Leo, in studio with me. Um, he's going to spit, she's going to spit some bars actually for us later. Right now, let's just play an ad and then we'll be speaking to Romy Titus after a bit. I have a big company with many sites across Africa, each needing a hefty investment in hardware and software. And it's such a waste. So many resources are unused for most of the month. You need MTN Business Cloud, powered by Microsoft Technology. Our scalable solution enables you to manage your infrastructure, which allows you to buy exactly what you need. With a footprint covering over 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. Unreal. Uncensored on radio. It is Rookies and Rockstars here on cliffcentral.com. You are tuned in to Rookies and Rockstars. I am your host, Ms. Prue. We will be speaking to Romy Titus. Romy Titus, are you there? I am, Ms. Prue. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. And you? Good, thank you. I was just telling everyone earlier that it is hard for a baby to be born in, in a prison and they, and there's not enough, um, this, uh, this, sorry, there's not enough disposables for them. There's not enough hygiene for them. What is it that you guys do for, for babies that are born behind bars? So what we do, Ms. Crew, in 17 prisons in South Africa, four Namibia, one Swaziland, and we've just reached, uh, branched out into Kenya and Zimbabwe, we try and take care of their basic human needs. So make sure that they've got enough food and formula. You know, mm-hmm. some of the babies are HIV positive, so they uh, have had a special type of formula. So we just try and make sure that they don't run out of anything. Disposable nappies, for example, are still a luxury in the prison, and moms mm-hmm. still use toweling nappies. And uh, educational toys, clothing so that they're warm in winter, and, you know, just nice and cool in summer because the prison, oh, my gosh, I mean, mm. it's nice and cool in winter, in summer when you go in, but winter, it is freezing cold. So we just try and help the moms look after their babies by making sure that nothing, they don't run out of anything. So there's nappies, there's toiletries, there's, you know, bum cream, there's everything that they need in order for the baby to be happy and healthy. How long has baby um, Babies Behind Bars been operating? Um, we're eight years old this year, so we've been around for eight years, wow. and um, it's still a long way to go. I mean, I don't think even the vision that I really have for the organization is to be in every uh, African country that has children behind bars, and we're slowly but surely getting there. 
How many prisons have you guys reached out to so far? In South Africa, we're in every single prison that houses moms and babies. Mm. We just added our 17th prison to our list about three weeks ago, and that's Potch Prison that has four babies. One was four days old, so literally the steam was still coming off the baby. Um, And so we're really happy that... uh, the authorities have allowed us in and, you know, opened their doors really to say, we're very happy to, to work alongside you. And earlier this week as well, we had a, a meeting with the Department of Correction and Services mm-hmm. with a lovely lady, uh, uh, Ms. Dorothy, who also, you know, invited us in to say, we know that you're around. And she, she's known us pretty much from from day one. And she says, how can we help you guys to to do what you do? Because I think acknowledgement from DCS is, is a long way to go. Mm. And for them to actually just see that we would like to help them and to assist the babies is an added bonus. I, I realize that babies that are born from zero, obviously from zero years to two years, what happens after the two years that they've been in prison? Is the baby, if the, mom, if the mom is still in prison, what happens to the child? Are they taken in to homes or what happens to the baby? They have to leave. They have to leave. Two, mm. Time is up. The moms only have those two years to bond with their babies. And trust me, it is the most awful thing to witness mm. when you see a baby that has to leave their mom at the age of two. This is their entire world. This is all they know. They only know this prison, all the offenders in, in that section with the moms and the babies and occasionally beyond that. And so when they have to leave, it's, it's actually quite sad to witness. I witnessed it once um, where a granny came to fetch the baby mm. and the baby just screamed, you know, and the mom was holding on. And the, it was like a tug of war with wow. the baby because the baby knows the granny, but mm. only on those days when the granny comes to visit, you know, she doesn't really know the granny outside of that. And she's never been outside the prison. So to leave mm. her safety net and all she knows to go into the unknown, um, it's, it's a little heartbreaking, but at the same time, people say prisons aren't actually the place for children to grow up, and mm-hmm. rightfully so, you know. That's how we try and make it as, as homely as we possibly can while they are there. But at the age of two, they have to go either into child welfare or to a family member that is thoroughly screened uh, by social services to look after that baby. Do you guys work with any other organizations? Because um, I can just imagine imagine that it's just you guys and maybe you might need a bit of help from other organizations. Do you guys work with other organizations as well? We are actually the only organization in South Africa that's so focused is children behind bars. There might be other donors from time to time that do bring toys and gifts, etc. But we're the only prison whose main focus is babies behind bars. We do work with the Golden Mile Voodoo quite well. We do work with 67 Blankets as well, Carolyn mm-hmm. Stain. So there are other organizations that we're teaming up with slowly but surely um, who we see that, you know, interests our babies as well. Like uh, Golden Miles Voodoo is a South African prisoner's rights uh, organization for human rights. Carolyn Stain is 67 Blankets. And so just this past packing day, this Saturday, uh, 67 Blankets donated. Ah, oh, so many blankets for the babies to be nice and warm. How how can we be a part of Babies Behind Bars as an individual, somebody that's probably listening to the show and would like to take part in this organization just to help out where they can? In order to keep our doors going, really, we do not have any funders at all. It's only Good Samaritans who come forward and really keep our storage stocked. Moms are our biggest givers. So whether mm-hmm. you'd like to pledge a donation monthly, whether you have clothing in your house that uh, your babies have outgrown and can't use. If you've got toddler clothing, we've got affiliate homes as well. 
So we'll take all of that in, even adult clothing. You can come to our drop-off day and, and donate it all, and we'll make sure that uh, what falls outside of our target group actually goes to homes that really need it. And mm-hmm. simple. I mean, if you just want to donate of your time and come uh, on a packing day or a sorting day and help keep our storage looking, you know, spick and span so that packing for the 17 prisons is, is pretty seamless, um, mm-hmm. it's simple. Info at babiesbehindbars.org. You can log on to our website, which is www.babiesbehindbars.org. Okay, so that's info at babiesbehindbars.org. Correct. And the, and the email address, sorry, the website is babiesbehindbars.org. Correct. Info right, at then. babiesbehindbars.org. So when is the next um, day that you guys are going to have where people can come and just drop off their clothing? We actually just had our December packing day, um, so we packed all of our goods because in order to clear goods to go into the prison, it's quite a lengthy process. It's why we pack so early on already. So we did mm-hmm. our Christmas donations already, but there will be a day in November uh, where we find um, most people obviously want to donate and do something ahead of Christmas. So if you check out the website, uh, all the dates are there, and you're more than happy to, to come along and see what we do, or if you're even interested of wanting to go to the prison and mm. see what life is like there. You can also join us on one of our outings. Thank you so much, Romy Titus, for giving us an insight on what happens with babies that are born behind bars. And it's such an, a great initiative that you guys are doing. And I really do fully support it. Should I have a, an opportunity to donate, I will definitely do so. Ms. Free, thank you so much for the platform to share. And uh, let's hope to see you at our next no look i'll go through the website and i'll make a, i'll make it a point that i do because i feel that babies are, are very important and for for you to start nurturing them at such a young age it's it's a really really good initiative thank you very much thank you so much for me titus for joining us today thank you enjoy your day <laughs> bye that was Romy Titus here on Rookies on Rockstar. She was telling us a whole lot about babies that are born behind bars. Like she said, you can send an email to info at babiesbehindbars.org or you can check out their website, which is babiesbehindbars.org just to find out more information about how they take care of babies that are born behind bars. Let's just play a chat quickly and we'll be back after this. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Clipcentral.com. It is Rookies and Rockstars, and I'm still hanging out with our lady here, Delta the Leo. Delta, can you tell us more about... We're, we're actually talking of <laughs> yeah. about the track that we just played right now um, by, by Fifi Cooper that you were telling us about the lyrical content. What do you feel about bomb rapper rapping up in, in Venec than yeah. rapping in a language that's more universal that everyone else can, can listen to? I feel this goes back to just um, how everyone used to fight about Afrikaans back in school. You don't understand it. You you don't really. It's not your mother tongue. Mm. It's very easy for me um, to kebulele and but you know I could just get there and be like and then people are just gonna be like yeah what what did you just say uh, you know versus pumi any. Where in the world I'm still gonna make it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hubby going ham, you know. Labafana bayang saba batimi nangi yaba batunuragi petty reversium shaba. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause right there. Okay, look, I don't want to spark up some beef here on our show. No, That's no not, beef. Love all around. Love, all around. love all around. Please, <laughs> yeah. love all around. Yeah, That's what Rikis and Rockstars are all about. Love yep. 
all around. around. No, definitely. But because you were spitting such nice beats, can you, can you, I'm gonna drop a hip hop beat right now. Right. Can uh, you? Alright, okay, let's do it. <laughs> now, can you do something about Cliff Central and Rookies and Rockstars for okay, us? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> let's feed it. Rookies and rock stars, I hope that I can blow up going up like an astronaut. I'm chillin' on Cliff Central. I ain't messing with it, keepin' on the double. Kim Wanyana Wamo pay the gates, done double. Got twee, gotta ask you, got the blood of Queen Latifah when I spit. It's like I'm giving you a seizure. Hold up, I'm coming through, chillin' up with Mrs. Prue. She lookin' fire as hell, you can deny it, but here I go. Turn it up a little notch, yeah, I blow. Steam guns fire, epping up the magazines. What you know about me, I'm blowing up the steeds. What the metaphors I bring it back, bring it back soft. Yenda Womo Pedi all the way from the Bopa to the city of gold. Let me do this thing on the hearse. Here we go. Oh. We are Central. It's <laughs> Keep going. Keep blowing. <laughs> I wish you could keep going. Wow, that was dope. Thank you so much. I wish Jade was here. Jade would probably be loving this. I'm sure Baby Bjorn is also loving this. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, just put me on the spot, but it's all good. You know? um, I, I, how... I have to represent for the ladies. That's all it goes. Exactly. And yeah. that, that, that was so pure. That was so real. That felt as if it happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about rehearsed um, freestyles? Um, I just feel is is it a freestyle when it's rehearsed when it's written um, by? Look, it's it's there's a difference between going to studio, then me saying okay, I'm on Cliff Central, I'm chilling with Miss Prue, someone that didn't know about me. I hope that's not true, but I'm just gonna <laughs> talk about it. She cute too, you know. <laughs> so it's just. I think it's cooler when it's clean and unrehearsed because people can then relate that, you know, it's, it's ne- not necessarily about the metaphors and the rhyming and the timing, mm. but sometimes you got to speak from the heart where you feel like people will compare me and that's okay, but that doesn't declare who I be and that's mm. me, you know, and it just goes back to when you writing something in mm. an exam, you won't really write it the same way the second time around. So mm. when something is unrehearsed, is much raw. That's how people fall in, uh, fell in love with your your biggies and your parks and your Jean Ray and your Lauren Hills and your um, most uh, most deaf uh, common. And I mean the list is endless. When mm. you listen to those rappers and how they articulate themselves, you can tell they came from a place of truth. Mm. And if you're going to come in the studio and speak from a place of truth, even people that weren't going to buy your music will say, you know what? For the fact that you tried or you you choked. On, on, on freestyling. Mm. I'm human. If I'm gonna rap really fast and be like, nah, 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 you know, <laughs> you're just spitting what you're saying and speaking how you speak because that's how you do it. And every time you gotta do it where you're creeping, you're doing your thing in your streets. That's how you rap. That's how it goes. It's unrehearsed. <laughs> you always the rapping. Sh- the show is about uncensored. So that's how oh, yeah. it should go. I'm a fun person. So, you know, do what I do and I do it mm. how I do it. So that's all it is. What inspires you? What inspires your, 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 your lyrics and everything that you say in, in your songs? For me, it's everything around me. It's the experiences, the highs, the lows, the blows. Um, most especially, I think when you are an artist that is not really popular, mm-hmm. you, I think you have more to say because you feel like you are overlooked or, um, you're not given attention. But I feel at the same time that also puts you in a place where you can be creative because while everyone is comfortable, like people know me, I am popular, my songs out there, there's someone out there that's hungry to make it. There's someone out there ready to be heard. And mm. there's always something nice about a new chapter. You know, there, there's trends, there's um someone that's a hot topic this month and the next month. I mm. don't want Delta the Leo to be that kind of person. I don't want to be part of the niche. I mm. want Delta to be like a Missy Elliott. 
she hasn't dropped anything in years, but if anyone mentions her, you know what she's about. Mm. Her music, she still has so many hits that when are played on a radio or you play them at home, you're like, ah, oh, this goes in, <laughs> this right there. Yeah. So goes back to being accountable for what you say. I want music that if one day I decide to be a mom, my child won't look at me and be like, ah, mom. What were you thinking? Really? <laughs> what were you, <laughs> you saying? Know, it must be like, yeah, my mom was the bomb.com. Imagine Lauren, um, Lauren, Lauren Hill Lauren and Erika mm. uh, Badu. They, they kids are like, wow, our mothers were pioneers mm. of, of a great heritage. And I want to be that artist that... We're not really saying the swag and yeah. the money, but the bums. Wh- the what uh, wh- I'm uh, saying, you know what? If I'm a tomboy, that's me. That should be cool. People mm-hmm. shouldn't worry if, you know, I'm coming across as a fame or a dyke. It should be about the skill. It should be about what I articulate what and what you can understand from what a little bit I'm sharing, you know, because mm. a lot of people do judge a book by its cover, but unfortunately, unfold, read mm. the pages, read the chapters. You might be inspired to take a piece out of that. Five years from now, what can we expect from Delta? Oh my God, I always say local today, global tomorrow. So I hope (laughs) to be a global icon, not just um, with the music, but with everything that I do. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an MC. I'm a dancer. Motivational speaker? Yeah. Where have you... I've emceed with Three Ring um, a, a Circus, a circus. yes. They do edutainment for matriculants. Mm. So with them, um, we would go to different matriculants, talk about career choices, um, also with fitness and well, uh, wellness, I've I've done a few projects with uh, Planet Fitness as mm. well as uh, Zone Six. So I'm I'm an all rounder in terms of wellness, yeah. health, and all of those things. But more importantly, when I host my workshops, I try and get people that are in the field. For example, mm. my last uh, workshop, I had Mr. Tlantlalax, who is the um, um, owner of Native Airlines Who recently also I know he has awarded a few girls uh, Aviation bursaries I worked mm. um, with A lady by the name of Tembi who's also a jewelry designer mm. I was fortunate to also have Tumi Kladi Who you oh, might wow. also know Tumi mm. Kladi the choreographer mm-hmm. He performed at the uh, at the workshop And also you know Gracing young talent that doesn't get the, the, the chance to be on stages and working with celebrities. We try mm. and bring that to them, you know. So wow. it, it goes back to that whole charity stuff, but emceeing and also on different level at events and mm. like I do, I'm a jewel of all trades. Yeah. And I'm said and you keep learning as so you go. Glass, uh, a glass half of water and just yeah what what is it that you've said you haven't said throughout the interview that you would like to to share with us firstly i would like to thank every single person that supports delta the leo Mm -hmm. every every um i have a special place for charity organization so every charity organization taking care of the homeless um the blind old age and all of that i feel like young people we kind of forget about that so we know we're going into the time of christmas so if you are interested in being part of things like that as young Mm -hmm. people go out there a big shout out to my manager miss webster and the webster family big shout out to my (laughs) pr company because you know they give me the drive the push Mm. um my producers um and beat makers, shout out to you. Um, shout out to everyone that supports Delta the Leo. Mm. And I'm coming out to Durban. So Durban, please do show me love this weekend. I'm coming to entertain Wait, you. Where, you. where are you performing in I'm Durban? I'm going to be at the courtyard at Chao Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, while I'm waiting for other few com- uh, confirmations, I'm going to be around there. Durban. Some, yeah, some, I'm just waiting for last minute conf- uh, confirmation of radio stations as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm coming through to Durban. Um, yeah. What's the biggest gig you've done? 
The biggest gig? Um, jeez, uh, why am I blank? <laughs> um, Where you are like, this is my moment. Thank you, God. Um, I think it would be in Italy. I kind of lost the the number, but when I did my my last uh, World Dance Championship, yeah, there were I think over forty countries competing. Mm. So I'm sure that was a big number. Somehow I just don't remember that. And then, um, yeah, being awarded best female talent. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was even though I wasn't like singing and dancing. In terms of big stages, um, that's gonna happen in a few <laughs> weeks, guys. Do pay attention to my Facebook fan page. Big things. Let's get to that. What? What? Big where things. can people catch you? People can follow me on Twitter at Delta the Leo. They can follow me on Instagram Delta underscore the underscore Leo. They can follow me. What's this underscore business? I don't know because Delta the Leo. <laughs> maybe to be broken down so people okay. say it right because uh. some people have accents so they kind of say it funny <laughs> but anyway um fan page same thing delta the leo um guys i'm very active now nah? i i don't believe in the celebrity thing where you put people on voicemail yeah. if i'm busy yes i won't respond but most chances i'm like i love my phone <laughs> so i will respond and guys you know what there's there's Good feedback and there's bad feedback. If you have something bad to say, say try it. and choose your words. But, you know, don't make me come up there and find you. <laughs> Just <laughs> and for, kidding. And for bookings? Uh, for bookings, you can contact um, Allegro. Uh, can I just confirm numbers quickly? Uh-huh. Um, you can contact my manager. You can email her at CherylWebster at gmail.com. And, okay, one sec. Is it the zero seven eight nine eight four two seven eight six? Wait, wait, wait. Which number is that? <laughs> okay, that would be that would be Allegra. I was okay. about to get back to to the the PR uh, for inquiries. You can email Snetemba mm-hmm. at ojeleronline dot com and contact number zero double one zero five one seven double two four. So for bookings, you can email Cheryl Webster at gmail dot com or Snetemba. At OrchellaOnline.com. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, sorry, I'm kind of seeing squints. Okay, no Ms. problem. Miss Cruz got me working on time. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank it was you for an absolute me. pleasure having you here. And look, I'm looking forward to hearing more projects from you. You both. And maybe a possible collab with one of the South African female hip hop. Yeah. Maybe let's, let, let, me, let me give Miss Priya homework. You can. Choose one, uh huh. Um, depending on the conversation we had off <laughs> air, okay. And let's see how that goes. Look, I'm I'm open. Uh, I'm open to you know suggestions and and whatnot. But Delta Leo is about hard work, no play, no games. <laughs> so that's all it is. <laughs> okay, cool, no problem. But um, I I will talk about it off air. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to Roman Titus for speaking to us earlier about babies behind bars. I will catch you next week, same time, same place. I'm right here on Rookies and Rockstars. I am your host, Miss Pruth. Thank you for joining me. Unreal, uncensored, unradio. Cliffcentral.com.